I run my own uh, f uh, street photography blog. It's okay. called clickthepavement.com. Awesome. And I mean, I, I used to do it so much more when uh, when I lived in Asia because street photography over there is, you know, it's there's just, just so much to see and so much to take pictures of. When I moved to Abu Dhabi, I found that uh, you know I wasn't able to do that as much because there's lots of restrictions here about you know about what culture, you cultural mm. restrictions about you know what you can take pictures of, even even buildings, right? You know, what yeah. you, you can't take can't take pictures of because you just never know when something might be a government building. Right, something would be sensitive or considered I, sensitive. Exactly. exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so so I mean lately I haven't I haven't done much, but uh, I've been trying to. To highlight, kind of like what you're doing with your podcast, talking to different teachers. Yeah. I've been, um, I was inspired by this blog that I used to read from Japan. And um, the, the blogger would would kind of just talk about people that he knew, people he worked with, yeah. people off the street. And so, you know, I said, well, if I can't talk to people you know, on the street here, then I'll talk to people that I know and I want to get their story as well. So I've been trying to, to talk to people and ask them if, they, if they'd like to be on on uh, my site, if I can photograph them and kind of, you know, tell their story, kind of like how we're telling our story right yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, you know, it's, it's funny, we, we, we talk a lot as teachers, right? But we never, as you said, you know, we talk a lot about your, about your hobbies and that kind of thing. But we, but I, th I think, like, we don't really, I think between each other, we don't really get to know each other that well because, you know, we're, we're always busy doing Stuff and it's between parking, moments, whatever. right? It's, yeah. it's like passing moments, yeah, it's like, moments like you know, transition times. Exactly. Or pass, yeah, exactly. Like pass each other in the hallway, and you don't, you know, get to know that, you know. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know for the longest time that you were, you know, you were a, a kids show host in Hong Kong. There you go. Yeah. So, well, it's one of those things that you just wouldn't, and I, I don't want to say you wouldn't guess, but sometimes even teachers kind of box in teachers. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, oh yeah, there's the new grade four teacher from wherever. And you don't realize that actually they just left the police force. I know we have a police officer coming and join the grade five team yeah. next year, um, which is interesting. But when they come in, people, not everyone, but oftentimes you're like, oh, here's the grade five teacher. There's the box. This is what a grade five teacher does. I, I think part of being a teacher as well is, I mean, because everyone does their own thing. Everyone does teaching differently. You kind of, a little bit, put yourself into... Yeah, you know, to, to this box where, you know, you kind of do your own thing, you, you have your own, you know, you kind of have your own friends, you have, like, you have your own system, right? I think as teachers, we're so kind of stuck to our systems. And so sometimes it takes us a while to, to kind of warm up to, to new people or to kind of, you know, get, get to know them, whatever, you know, in addition to all the busyness. But, but you know, just getting the time to, to get to know them and to think, oh, maybe, you know, like they... They have the same teacher philosophy as I do and that kind of thing. But that, yeah, usually that, that does take a while. But I also like, and I don't know, you can maybe pin this to your blog and tell me if you have the same experience. What I've noticed with the podcast that I love so much is that, you know, you and I, have, you and I will have this chat or whoever, and I find then when I'm talking to other people, I'm referencing the podcast. I'm being like, oh, yeah, that links with what Jerome said about his connection to Canada and the Leafs or something. It's almost like when you sit down and have a podcast or sit down and make a blog interview, you connect with the conversation more than those in the hallway transition ones. Sure. When maybe you're saying the same stuff. Yeah. But you don't pull back to it as being maybe like an official conversation, a real moment in time that you need to remember. Is that do you find you can talk a lot about the the interviews you've done compared to the the random chats you've had? 
Well, what I usually do is I just, you know, like I use those fleeting moments, you know, the, the you know, talking to people in the hallway and that kind of thing. And I kind of put their story together in okay. my head. And then, okay. yeah, so I don't actually do a lot of kind of one-on-one -on -one interviews. But when I end up going out with them, let's say we go, I'll go out for dinner. I'll ask them, if, you know, can I have your picture taken? You know, can I take a picture? And can I tell your story on right. the blog? And then, you know, by that time, I would have had an idea of what their story is. And it's usually stories about being abroad and why they were abroad, kind of like what you were asking earlier. Right. And then, you know, it's a, it's a yes or no, and <laughs> mostly no, but... Do you like this? No. End of interview. Thank you. That's yeah. cool. So, like, it is kind of you kind of just wrapping your own head around who is this kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like, what, what have I learned from them? Yeah. And then trying to capture them in a, in a picture. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you kind of, you know, have these two lenses, right? You have the, you have the, the, the co-worker lens, and you look at them as a co-worker, and then you look at them as a subject of your, of your, um, of your blog or podcast. So, so for me, I've had to look at people in a, you know, like your, your teacher, but you're also an expat, you know, who's from this place, and you've taught here, here, and here, and this is how long you, you've told me that you're going to stay abroad, and, and, and I want to know why, why you chose to stay abroad, and why, you, you know, why, why are you out here, and why right. are you going to stay out here? And have you thought, wrapping up uh, this part, talking about our, our hobbies and our interests, but have you thought before, because you're, you're leaving uh, Abu Dhabi, unfortunately, but also for great things, I think that's why people... Uh, are never too sad when international teachers leave because we know we're all on this journey. Basically, most people don't stay in one spot and that's it mm -hmm. and find a new home. They're kind of usually moving around for different reasons. Are you going to do anything with your photos in Abu Dhabi, a small showcase, a, a something, so they're on that CV, you know, that, you know, yeah, I've, I've showcased my, my photos and I've, I've, I've touched some, some moment in time in Abu Dhabi, are you think is there time for that, or is, is that not, that's that maybe not even part I, of it? I haven't even thought about it. Yeah, uh, at this moment, I, I kind of like when when I when I heard about you know all the all the photography laws here, I just kind of like, slowed down, just paused. Right? right. So I've I've put up a couple of posts in the past past couple of years, but I used to put it up regularly. Right. When, when I lived abroad, um, or when I lived in Asia. So the, the obstacles, the hurdles really slowed you down. They, they pretty oh, much stopped you. Oh, for sure, for sure. Um, you know, I mean, again, I, I respect her, you know, for, for the local culture and, and that kind of thing. Plus the whole fatherhood thing and not having time to, to go out and, and uh, you know, and shoot. Uh, that's, you know, but I'm, I'm looking to, to kind of restart that. And, um, and then I have a, have a really cool kind of backdrop in Seoul. Awesome. Oh, yeah. There you go. And, uh, you know, kids are going to be a little more independent, so I think I'll be able to. Awesome. And that's uh, Click that. the Pavement. Clickthepavement.com. Awesome. All right. Watch the space. Now, we talk about clickthepavement.com. We talk about Canada and you're moving now to Korea. Is this education thing for real? Is this, is this the whole, is this the journey? Are, are you never getting off this education journey? Or is there another avenue you're thinking later on, you know, I, no, I'd rather have, you know, at one point I want to have a studio, just taking yeah. photos, just teaching people photography. I want to just do something, like, you know, there's these side paths or something, or, you know, yeah. it's IB, get out of the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think, I think I'm more sold now to stay in education. Okay. 
after the past few years of being in Raha and, and working in an IB school. I don't, I don't think photography was ever kind of going to be a full-time thing. It was always a, a side hobby, a very expensive side. could be a very expensive <laughs> side hobby. So I'm hoping to make a little bit more money to, to fuel that expensive side hobby. But, um, you, know, it's, you know, it's funny. When I, first, when I first started teaching, I always said, oh, you know, when I was in teacher's college, I said, uh, I don't want to be a home room teacher. I always said, I don't want to be a home room teacher. What did you want to be? I wanted to work with kids and I wanted, I, th I thought I'd kind of want to start my own business, kind of like an after school thing or, you know, going into kind of, you know, kind of like mad scientists or whatever, going oh. into schools and then doing that programming. Awesome. Um, or something related to that, but being Time a to make teacher. a volcano. Right. Exactly. Let's make a volcano now. Let's have the whole thing explode. Yeah. But... No, I did not want to be a classroom teacher because I, I said I want to influence more than 30 kids a year. Mm, okay. Which, you know, I've, I can, like, I've, I've changed kind of my, my tone on that, but at the same time, it's still, it's still kind of true, right? You're still mostly working with, with, with the same bunch of kids. Um, but, but I think working in an IB school, it's kind of opened up this whole, you know, for lack of a better term, you know, this whole world of of opportunities, you know, for, you know, if I want to, to be a trainer at some point, if I want to, you know, to be a consultant for, for school or for or international schools, that kind of thing. I think, you know, being, being, being in this environment and seeing the different options, because I never thought there would be these kinds of options. Right. Me, and right? you're always, you're a teacher, then you move up to admin, and then yeah. you're, then you retire, which is still not the plan. Right. I think I want to move uh, kind of laterally. So teacher and then maybe be a trainer if, if that's in the cards or something else. But, I, but I, I, I've always said I want to start my own, my own business and I still kind of feel that way. Something along those lines. I'm just not sure what it, yeah, what, it, what it will be. I know I'm really interested in, um, I'm really passionate about, about um, food literacy. Okay. For kids. And you know, starting some sort of uh, like an after-school kind of place or program where kids can come in and kind of learn, learn, learn cooking skills, learn nutrition skills, learn, um, you know, different, you know, and, and then being able to tie that with the curriculum, wherever that may be. Um, I think I think there's going to be a market for that, especially with, um, if you think about all the, the health issues that kids are facing these days. Yeah, and it's directly connected to your life now too, yeah. right? Having two Having young kids, children yeah. who, you know, you've had to feel that kind of path which what kind of diet do you need to give them what kind of roles and responsibilities around the house with yeah what exactly. kind of, there's a lot of things you can build into that yeah yeah exactly so all right so I, I see that and i think i totally agree with that path and I, I never really thought about it too much but it's so true especially connected to the ib in the sense that you know that the more years you do it the more skillful you get at it sure. like you cannot walk into the ib and have it mastered. It's just one of those things that even the terminology of it mm -hmm. takes time to get your head around. Remembering all the, the acronyms. Yeah, even like, you know, learn a pro. And I'm not going to go into it here because it's not kind of what this podcast is all about. But you're totally right that once you get going, yeah, you can affect the lives of 30 kids. But if you can also later on affect the lives of educators who then, you know, you affect countless numbers of classrooms around the world. And even right. if, you know, the more things become digital... Maybe the easier it is for More people influence. to access your, your information and stuff about what you have to provide. Exactly. I think uh, 
I think that's great. So what are you looking forward to? This is, this is the wrap-up question here and wrapping up your time in Abu Dhabi. And there we go. There's the bell. So it's right on cue. Um, how do you wrap up your time in Abu Dhabi and how do you make the most out of ending something? My wife and I have a list of things that we'd like to do before we go. There we go. Um, a lot we go, of people. Arabic kind of culture-related things. Mm-hmm. Uh, desert camping. Desert camping, okay. Um, being able to, uh, there's a couple of, of sites in Dubai that we still haven't been to. Uh, there's that new frame, the big frame. It's just like a giant picture frame. It's like a gold picture frame that just stands in the middle of the city. Right. And on one side you can see old Dubai. And from another side you can see the new skyscrapers, which is really cool. Uh, want to do that and you know, again t- take some good shots there so it's kind of like you have this top 10 list that you're trying yeah, to yeah. trying kind to run through list before we go yeah yeah so that okay so wrap it up you'll have these things ticked off and what do you think has Abu Dhabi been has it been worth the ride or uh, would you go back and tell Jerome before he's getting on the plane here four years ago or three years ago or however long hey no. buddy how about you uh, go back to the conference again and pick somewhere else it's it's been it's been a really good learning experience. Yep. Being here and uh, especially since there's there's been a lot of newsworthy stories that you know that that the people have kind of um, you know that we've seen that's kind of come out of this part of the world and it's yeah. it's it's been really nice having you know kind of being able to see from that perspective of yeah. somebody living here and seeing what the people here kind of think you know about issues and and um gives you another lens to look at things right for sure putting it in that kind of camera dialogue well jerome thanks for taking the time to come again to the studio thank you i heard a buzzing throughout this podcast i hope people didn't hear that as much on the microphone but we'll see maybe that's just my ears at the end of this kind of crazy term i'm gonna click onto my phone here and try to turn it off Thank you for sticking around. Officially the longest podcast in my history. Jerome, thanks, dude. Thank you. That's the handshake right there, everybody. Dad it's jokes. Dad you got jokes. one? Um, none right now. Uh, so we'll have to do the dad joke podcast. Yeah, okay. So we're going to make like a tree and leave. Nice. Peace.